Hey everyone, today is Wednesday, the 23rd of March, 2022. This is The Gap, episode 607. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here. Job, I alluded to some, to some news last week, or at least I think I think we did. I, I, um, I alluded to an announcement and you eluded that I, announcement. I shut it down. Yes. Uh, um, yes. Go there on. is some news. Uh, so I have... Uh, accepted a role as the Australian editor of Gamepur under the Gamers Network or Gamers Group sorry um, who are a, a basically a network of media outlets um, mm. I think the biggest one they kind of own is people will probably be familiar with is uh, .esports yep um, maybe the biggest esports site going right now yeah it's either um, that or Dexerto Dexerto yeah, yeah. Um, they've got a bunch of other uh, networks like um, uh, the Mary Sue is another uh, big one that they own. Um, uh, they've got we, we, we Got This Covered mm-hmm. um, is on that list. Uh, there's like a, a, a Twinfinite is on there. Um, what, what's another one people might know? Uh, they, they own like a CSGO stats website as well um pro game guides is on that list like there's a bunch of different sort of outlets that they sort of work with or that they run yeah um yeah and game is basically their uh they call it their sister site to to dot esports it's their their video game enthusiast gaming website um so i will be looking after um a bunch of editorial work over there as I've joined, mm. um, at this point, it's not going to be a lot of writing or, or much writing at all. It's just going to be working with editorial um, and working with other writers around the world. So, yeah, right. Um, like and then sort of evolving for, from there for an Australian audience, or not really at this point. Oh, okay. um, like that's the kind of thing, right? Is that um, uh, most like most clicks these days come from either Europe or US sort of markets, and yeah, and, um, yeah I, it's not something where we'll be spinning it off into like Game Gamepro Australia, yeah, yeah, .au or something like that, because that's a new thing that's going on now, right? They've they've gotten rid of the .com, I heard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can just buy .au domains now. Sweet, um, finally, yeah. Uh, so no, I, I'll basically. I think we're still running for a global audience. Um, I'm just yeah. looking after uh, the nine to five of this side of the world, um, so that we've got like a 24 hour roster yeah. of stuff going up. Um, and which, from what I've seen so far, there there is there's yeah. a ton of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'll know a bit more in the next couple of weeks exactly what I want to do and. Um, how we can change things because there are some big changes coming along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, but more swearing. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm working with Alex Walker, who is formerly of Kotaku. Yep. Um, he's putting together this team of misfits to to run this um, uh, group from Australia, and yeah, we're we're having a lot of fun doing it. I guess so. Awesome. I'm excited. I'm yeah. stoked, um, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, it should be fun. I guess the downside of this is I, I obviously as a, a full-time gig, I won't be freelance anymore. So um, that out of the equation. Uh, the good news is that they sorted out everything with this podcast mm. and they are more than okay at this point. More than okay. <laughs> that's a, 
resounding endorsement. That's what I've always wanted to hear. People are more than okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, podcast is fine, so we can keep continuing to doing this. I just can't freelance for anyone, which is, is expected. Yep. Uh, you don't normally hear about that it sort is of freelancing. Thing. It's it's yeah. usually not done. Uh, and, and if people think that's a, a bit strange, like not into not even the freelancing part, but like having external projects, like a, a lot of the bigger sites, like the the GameSpots and the iGens, would be like, you can't do anything outside of us. Like that's it. Yeah. So like writers there wouldn't be able to have YouTube pages or work with that podcast content specifically so. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, it is a big deal. Yes. Uh, so yeah. It's uh, it's good that we keep to get, keep to get, get to keep doing this. Uh, I've got a question. Game per, yeah. Yep. Is that like, do you only cover cat related games or purring related games or <laughs> yeah? Like, just trying to work out the name there. Game Wolf. Is there a Game Wolf? Is that your bit of rivals? Mm. Um, yeah. That's a good question, Job. <laughs> And one that may be answered a bit better soon. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I'll give you the, the short answer. No, we, we don't just cover cat cat content. Okay. Um, All right. Anyway, I, I recommend checking it out. Um, yep. From what I've seen, it's a very big site. Um, uh, like from, from the things I'm seeing behind the scenes, I've got a lot of, a lot of people working there and, and uh, I'm very impressed so far with what's going on and what they're doing. So... Yeah, that's cool. And the cool thing is that like this is an Australian company, um, and they're running it uh, around the world. They've been running running uh, gamers group for a long time. So yeah, yeah, I've, really I've cool. run into gamers group a couple of times uh, over the years. So uh, yeah, they've definitely been around for a while. Um, so yeah, definitely got a, a good established base there for yep. their cat related video game website. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's what—that's the April Fool's joke, joke that Fuck I just yeah. mentioned. Ooh. it's just cat content. All cat content, all the time. Genius, genius. Yeah, I, I remember Game Arena, and for April Fool, Fools, I uh, I wanted us to do Gamera Arena, and uh, they wouldn't re- they wouldn't change the front page, even though I got our art guide and mock up the appropriate change. But I ran all turtle-related stories for the day anyway. Uh, good times. Good times. Were they made-up stories or no. were they actual things no. going on? No, they were all turtle-related stories from that week. I'd already banked a bunch just so that it would push everything off the front page. Uh, yeah. It was high-quality stuff. High-quality stuff. Anyway. Yeah. And that's why Game Arena shut down. That's because why. Because of that, that one day. Like the so CEO's son was like, what's this shit, dad? There's all titles on this site. And he was like, I'm going to get them. I'm going to fuck this. Fuck these. And I'm going to take down the rest of the Telstra media as well to show them what's what. I cost yep. a lot of people my, their jobs with that that little gag. Uh, but yeah, anyway. Um, yep. Yeah. Good times. Very exciting. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm proud right, of you. We got some games. I'm proud of you. Uh, yeah. Games. We've got some games to talk about. Uh, some big ones. Tiny Tina's Wonderland's out um, soon. Ghostwire Tokyo. We can talk about that. Mm. Um, Returnal. We'll be talking about Returnal New DLC. But before we get to that stuff, uh, mm. I've been playing an indie game called Orbital Bullet. 
Um, haven't played a huge amount of it, just a, a tiny bit so far. Yeah. Um, but it is a, a taster. A 360 degree action uh, roguelike game um, where you're on a like a almost like a sphere um, platforming game Uh, you run left and right and it is uh, you fighting enemies and shooting them with your weapons that you can find in the game and uh, it's an interesting art style because every time you sort of fire a weapon you think of it as like a cylinder the each each level and when you shoot it when you shoot your gun um the enemies or the bullets that you're firing sort of go around that cylinder uh and it, it for some reason i keep thinking of like tetris that tetris game the 361 um i can't remember what it's called but <laughs> but every time i play this game i'm like oh Tet- remember tetris when tetris went all 360 and and weird tetrisphere Tetrisphere. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, but this is a, uh, it's basically a roguelike game. Every time you die, you take uh, your resources back with you to a menu screen and you're able to level up your character um, and start again. Uh, th- it's pretty um, basic in terms of its movement and that sort of stuff. You, you've got jumping, uh, dodge rolling, you're shooting, um, and you're sort of like clearing these uh, levels in the cylinder. And every time you do that, you're either unlocking another area above it or you're going to another cylinder somewhere else using like a zip line for example or um or like some sort of elevator that shifts you up to the next cylinder above you and they're broken up into these stages where sometimes there's just enemies there other times it'll be um looking for loot crates and finding new weapons or getting to a shop and um buying things from uh, from a merchant and I guess the overall goal uh, overall goal will be to fight the bosses at the end but I haven't gotten to any of them because I haven't played a, a ton of them um, but it's got some really cool ideas like the the art style I think is really interesting and the way that you're sort of maneuvering on these circular platforms and at times you'll even go into like a like you're in this cylinder but sometimes you'll go into another level inside that cylinder so rather than going up you're going inwards Mm. and so it's it's even then like you're trying to fight enemies that are on the same level as you but they're not in the same area and you've got to kind of go inwards in the cylinder using these jump pads um and so there's different layers to the actual movement and combat in it which is is a bit interesting uh it's it's yeah, it's it's a cool cool little game. Um, I I'm really interested in playing more of it. I just haven't had a whole lot this week, um, but it's called Orbital Bullet. It's out now and it's on sale, thirty five percent off at this stage on Steam. Uh, it's going for fifteen dollars Australian. Hmm. Um, it's got some. I mean, it's got positive reviews on there. Yeah. Um, one hundred and sixty five at the moment. So check it out if that sounds kind of interesting to you. The Ooh, uh, it's got mixed sort of recent. Why yeah, I mean, but also, that could be just like the game's out now and people are upset because I don't know. Oh, I haven't looked at the reviews. There must be a bug that, yeah, it looks like there's a bug that's fucking people and they're mad about it. Yeah, uh, yeah it's my, like I'm watching. I'm watching the trailer on Steam and it sort of reminds me of. And this will be a nice little segue. Remember Super mm. Stardust HD, right? Because yeah. it was sort of the like that was in a sphere instead of in a 
in a cylinder, but yeah. like the same sort of thing where you roll it rotating around the sphere and uh, yeah, the I mean this more I guess platformer roguelike mm. than uh, than yeah super uh, sorry Stardust HD was a um, shmup a shmup yeah uh, so a little bit different in that regard but uh, yeah like yeah it looks it, it seems like there's a bit of a focus on um, how quickly can you try and get through this as well because. Yeah. Much like, I think it was Dead Cells did this, where they would have areas of the game that would, like, lock, and you'd have to get there at a certain time. Was it Dead Cells that did that? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so this has something similar where, like, there'll be a timer on a, a door or something, and it's, like, two minutes. And so you realize, oh, I've just whiffed, like, I've been playing this for 20 minutes now, and clearly I should have been playing a lot quicker. Um, but they do smart things with, like, whenever you clear a uh the level that you're on you can kind of just hit a bumper and it will just like instantly rewind you back to the next elevator and just shoot you up to the next level yeah so you're not like having to try and find it you kind of just press a button and it does yeah. it all for you that's pretty cool um it's a good idea yeah just to try and speed things up and make make it a bit quicker Smart. but yeah anyway that's orbital bullet it's uh, out on steam right now indie game 360 roguelite shooter check it out yeah and uh yeah from uh yeah the the link the segue link was uh the super stardust hd was made by housemark who make uh returnal and returnal the ascension or the tower i think is what i called it in our notes the ascension it's called uh is out today um it's free lc uh, in that it is DLC that's free um, and basically adds in a completely uh, like new area for you to to sort of go to like uh, you can now climb this tower and it looks like it's got all this kind of like storytelling and stuff like extra story storytelling when they announced it that was my first question was like I've I've done the true ending of Returnal yeah. right I finished it multiple times so I could get that Um so how is this going to fit with uh, what I believe to be what my interpretation of the true ending was? And uh, yeah, uh, like it seems to have gotten there. Like it seems to have a pretty good idea of what it needs to do to to make that work. Really, like uh, I kind of I don't know. I can see it. Um, it's adding more to the story uh, in a way that I think sort of makes sense in the in the Returnal sense. You know, that doesn't make loads of sense. Did you play Returnal all the way through, Luke? Have you played um, Returnal? I, I don't think I did the what you did. Mm. I don't know. I, I feel like I definitely time, feel yeah. like I finished it. but Yeah, yeah you had to finish it again. Uh, it's finished while, twice, right? While yeah. collecting, while yeah, while collecting all these things, uh, to yeah, to do that. Uh, but like, yeah, I didn't have a problem with that because I really enjoyed playing the game. Um, the tower is really like the other thing it adds is co-op, uh, which I'm very keen to check out. But um, might be a, a good way to drag some people who didn't really get Returnal because I think that was one of the things, right? You had to fucking 
because I've been struggling with this, right? Going back into the tower. The tower is basically like a souped-up version of the Returnal gameplay loop. Because game, yeah. uh, Returnal, you sort of like go from this room and then you go to the next room, you go to the next room, and like every third room or so, you might get a new like item or gun or upgrade or something like that. Um, in the tower, right, you're at like the fucking bang. You're at like weapon prof proficiency 10 by like mm. the third room. And you've got a new weapon. There's a guaranteed new weapon in the second room. Um, yeah, you're just like fucking fire, bang, 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 nonstop shit getting thrown at you. So it's a lot faster, right? And you sort of just get teleported straight into the thicker shit. You never, you never like running into the new room or like looking around and stuff like that. Like there's like if you get teleported in a room where there's a bit of looking around, you'll do that. But otherwise, yeah, it's very much just fucking, this is the path. There is only one path up the tower and you are taking that path up the tower. Of course, that might change. I'm, I haven't finished my uh, journey up the tower yet, so it might change. Uh, but yeah, so far it seems very uh, linear, but like only like in the sense that like compare comparative to the regular eternal experience where there were these branching maps and stuff like that. Um, so it seems a little like it's condensed, which I think might be more palatable for some players, like people who just didn't get Returnal. Because I think the thing that stopped people from getting Returnal was like you would like it's got this sort of horror element, horror vibe to it. This like Lovecraftian uh, cosmic horror vibe about it, uh, and so there is this like initial fucking I don't know like impulse to play it kind of slow and steady like aim down sides and shoot stuff and like hide behind cover and shit like that and that's not how you play Returnal at all it's just not it you fucking sprint everywhere if there are like if there are grapple points in a thing and you're not using grapple points you are fucking up at Returnal you are like not doing it correctly you are flinging yourself at every opportunity you're shooting while you're in fucking mid-flight just fucking flinging around there's shit going on around you at all time it is a shoot 'em up right it's a shmup a la Super Stardust but you are able to technically able to set this pace yourself. It's just that the game, you are most successful at the game when you're playing it at a breakneck speed. And, uh, and because it's more linear, because it sort of uh, links it very clearly for you, uh, I think the tower will uh, sort of create that vibe for people from the outset without having to like without them making the mistake of thinking they're playing fucking Gears of War or some shit uh, which I think was the yeah the the downfall of Returnal for some people because I know a lot of people bounced off that game and I obviously didn't um, and I like I heartily recommend the game to people but I know yeah I just know a bunch of people who were like oh I played it I don't really like I didn't really like it it was too hard and blah 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 and I'm like yeah that's fair like I could see like it was definitely challenging like it's a challenging game no question but 
like, yeah, I think playing in co-op with those people, right? If they were to see me fucking flinging myself, pinging around off the fucking walls, they might actually, like, it might click in their brain. Because, like, if someone, it's it's sort of like, if you watch a, if you watch a speedrunner do that shit, you're like, oh, well, I'm not a speedrunner, so I can't do that shit. Right, but if you watch a regular person just fucking doing that stuff, and I am a regular person, then yeah, it might make a bit more sense. Um, so yeah, uh, so far I'm fucking loving it, man. And yeah, it's free. Very keen to try some fucking co-op. But yeah, like yeah. there's something about that game. They fucking absolutely nailed it. It is so. They fixed a bunch of stuff, right? That we had problems with. Yeah, they they fixed it so that you can save and stuff now, which yeah. I can't believe. I mean, I'm you know, it's it's the it's the old it's the Dark Souls classic, right? I, I've you know I finished uh, I finished Elden Ring before they uh, made all the changes to make it easier to do melee. I, I we played the original Elden Ring <laughs> with the fucked melee uh, and and the the broken damage scaling, um, and we still finished it, baby. Um, but yeah, that classic. So, so now, like, yeah, well, yeah, I finished Returnal without being able to save. Uh, I know Nate got boned by that one. I actually got, I remember I got boned by it, right? Remember uh, I had a game mid-save and they're like, we'll just don't, like, turn your PlayStation off. And then... Yeah, the, with an update. The out. game fucking updated, yeah, and it took out yeah. my run. And I was like, this is aggravating. Why would you do this? Um, but yeah, just don't turn it off. All right, that wasn't really up to me though, was it? Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they fixed that. Um, I don't know what else they've necessarily fixed, but this has like a bunch of new shit in it. I've like I'm noticing new additions to to the guns and stuff. Like the guns have different uh, like modifiers. Guns have modifiers basically, and. Uh, they've got new ones now, which is cool. Um, yeah. One of the ones that I remember was the uh, um, people would leave stuff in the world. I can't remember what it was, but it would pop up on your screen. Yeah. All the time, like, and you'd be in the middle of a fight. Yeah. Trying to pick something up, or and it'd pop up and be like, "Press X to do this," and you're like, "Fuck, I can't see anything." Um, I remember they that was an issue that I had and I'm pretty sure they fixed that they got rid of it at least made it less intrusive yeah um, um, which is good they do mm. like uh, like I, I, I don't know uh, like just the way that they they're sort of encouraging you to like go about the game in the tower is just so much better uh, when you beat the first boss, it gives you a like a locked. You know how you get those curses? I can't remember what they're called. Uh, parasites or malfunctions. Malfunctions. They yeah. give you a malfunction after you like every time you beat the first boss, it gives you a malfunction and you do seventy five percent less damage if you're standing still. And basically, the only times you're standing still in Returnal are like when you get knocked on your ass. Uh, which like that's that's it just sort of reminds me of the the crazy part about Returnal is that it it's very willing to just sort of fuck you 
and like you deal with the consequences like the the fact that like if you're doing well it's way easier to reload right because you've you fire during the you've got that active reload shit uh which might be another reason why people make the gears of war connection but uh when you're at like uh adrenaline level f like three or four i think you get like the bigger uh fucking uh reload window and when you're at level one you got this tiny fucking thing and then like you're in the middle of a boss fight and you hit you get hit once and that's it there's no way to re-up your adrenaline because you're only fighting one enemy so that's it you're fucked you just have to like all right well you shouldn't have gotten hit deal with it now the now the fight is harder do the fight and it's harder now um and you're like oh, i didn't think i could do this fight anyway god uh but yeah it's uh the what occurred to me is that 75 percent damage if you're standing still only uh like negatively applies to players who are playing it really slow so once again they've found a way to encourage players to keep fucking moving which i think is just yeah i'm just blown away like this is it's such a good fucking dlc uh like and it's free it's such a fucking good game if you got a playstation 5 there's zero reason why you wouldn't have this fucking game really yeah yeah was there frame rate problems when that game launched i feel like was that a thing or some sort of weird slowdown that was happening yeah there might have been frame issues i don't super remember but yeah yeah i mean i'm sure that's that's all sorted out but yeah one of those games that like i feel like it just missed out on my top five last year it would have been like six or seven yeah somewhere floating around there um because it was a complete surprise i i remember um the lead up to that game and just having no idea what it was and sort of even when i started playing it not realizing oh it's like it's like this it's so, i mean it's sort of like a it's a roguelite and then yeah. <laughs> like it slowly turns into something else and then um being like oh okay yeah it's fucking hard too that's cool i like that so it got a bit of a challenge yep um yeah so i don't know i enjoyed it i i also recommend i'm keen to check it out um i I don't know if I have my copy here. Um, if it's not downstairs, then it's on a shipping container somewhere. In, she. I think it's in Melbourne at this point. Right. Well, ever um, closer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I bought a fucking disc copy. Clearly, I guess because I could get through Amazon and Amazon are pretty reliable in the US. But Yeah, right. Oh, well. Yeah. There you go. That's it. Right. Return uh, of the Ascension. It's out now. Check it's it out. out now yeah if you've got a playstation seriously do it do it to it um yeah i was like why didn't it get why didn't it get my fucking game of the year last year uh but it was very close hell it lose hitman 3 death loop got fucking boomed at the end at, right at the end there uh by a couple of games it might have actually yeah. made the cut like I, I i i did it my, it might my, have won some stuff on our other list, right? My fucking, like... Yeah, my top games oh. of last year were, uh, like, changing on a day-by-day -day basis. Uh, yeah, except for, I think, Valheim, which I think won uh, our list, uh, our, our number one game, once we decided it was allowed. Valheim? Yep. 
Did it? I, I don't really remember. Loose. I don't really remember the Game of the Year podcast. Like, uh, oh, wait, this is just me and you, wasn't it? There was yeah, no Nate. Was. Oh, no, Nate was, was a ringing. Because I'm like... Yeah, he rode in with his crazy yeah. zombie game. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't Valheim because I didn't put it on my list. What a fucking wiener. For, for, for overall. Oh, then it has it to be Hell at Hell Let Loose then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, well, that makes sense. All right. I'm let's let's move on. All right. Uh, we got two Sorry. more big ones to talk about, which might take a while. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is out this week. Uh, you and I, both fans of the Borderlands series, um, played a lot of, like a lot of Borderlands 1. Yes. <laughs> in one sitting as well. Yes. Um, uh, I did a press trip for Borderlands 2. Think. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, you and I did a press trip for Borderlands Three. Did we ever? What a trip! And we're, yeah, the uh, the bed old bed chicken. Um, uh, and we've played a, like a, a bunch of the expansions, of the original game, like some of the best expansion content you could ask for in a game. Like I'm just a big, uh, I'm just a big fan of of this sort of style of game and what they do. Mm. Um, and I also loved like. The I think the Tiny Tina's expansion for for the last uh, for Borderlands was was maybe some of the most interesting and best content that they've actually put out in terms of an expansion. Um, it was just such an interesting way of changing the game and doing weird and wacky things in that world that sort of fit that style. Um, yeah, and, and so, like and expanding so like, a, like an otherwise unimportant character, right? yeah 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 uh and so with this game i i didn't really know what i was expecting um because at the same time like it's not it's not really like it's not called borderlands right it's it's close it's tiny tina's wonderlands yeah um and so you have this weird problem i feel like where everybody has associated this character with borderlands and you probably trying to get into this game thing oh it's gonna be borderlands like it's borderlands yeah it's got to be borderlands and then you start playing you're like it's okay yeah it's borderlands and then you start playing a bit more you're like oh no it's not it's it's a little bit different of borderlands and then all of a sudden you start to see the differences between the two um things they're trying to do yeah because i i just i had this feeling i i thought it was going to be like that expansion but just its own sort of game. And it's not really that. They do put a bit of a twist on it. Um, so I felt like I was a bit surprised. W- were you surprised at all? Um, I, like, it, it's definitely surprised me in, in a bunch of different ways. Like, it's definitely got some tricks up its sleeves. Uh, I don't know that I was surprised, though. Like, it sort of just, it does what it does. And yeah. Well, look, what surprised me was that there's, like, a game board and like yeah. you're, you've got this character you're moving around that's how you get from place to place rather than actually just running around as a giant sort of not open world but a world where there's like loading zones you go into and it's like go to the next section of the map and you kind of just load into it yeah. um, which is the normal Borderlands sort of play style whereas this game you're on like an actual tabletop game and you're going from place to place yeah yeah, like I, I like that board style. It also feels kind of like it's been used to sort of cut down on costs. Yep, content. Yeah, content. A yeah. Bit. Uh, but yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like it, it is different, and I think it, it's executed well. Um, I miss being able to jump. Something fucking terrible. I love jumping. I like. I just always want to be jumping, right? Uh, and I can't jump on while I'm on the overworld, so that's annoying yep. to me. But um, yeah, it's uh. Otherwise, I think the spells thing was a little bit of a surprise because they feel really powerful like probably more important than the guns and i think that makes sense within the context of the like you know the the game, the game. itself yeah. um but it's it's weird because i'm acutely aware that i'm playing a borderlands game so it's weird yeah, you're like me. where are the guns yeah i mine. mean there's definitely guns but it's like a bigger emphasis on the spells yeah and the guns kind of well all the ones i found suck and i know it's an rng game so you know, maybe they don't, aren't all shit, but yeah, it's a little bit. I don't know. I just want fucking I want a good gun, basically. Um, but I got good spells and like I, I sort of lucked out in that I picked something that would emphasize spells. So yeah. Which so which class did you end up picking? Um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, it's the like. Fucking hell. Uh, I do this big what ground do do? slam thing. Um, oh. It's like a... It looks kind of like a necromancer, I guess. Is uh, it the Clawbringer? No. No. Um, Sabomancer. Sabomancer. I don't... You can't say it looks like a necromancer and the person not be the Stabomancer. No, it's not the Stabomancer. Isn't that the fucking... The stealthy one yeah he's an assassin yeah no nah, it's not that one where'd you go all right while i find this out uh, spell shot spell shot. um so spell shot can use dual um spells which is interesting oh. i was like it's a spell game let's do double spells let's go with that yep, and uh so her tech tree or his i'm playing as a guy uh, his tech tree is um I've been statting into like every time I use a spell, I get like a buff. And so I'm able to um, have extra cooldowns on my spells. So the, the more spells I use, the quicker the spells cool down. And then on top of that, every stack that I get, I shoot faster. And so it's sort of a very spell focus. Like the more things you throw at people, the more buffs you're getting and everything else sort of weaves into that. Um, and much like the other Borderlands 3 game, there's an initial overall like, hey, this is your ultimate ability or your like your your very first thing that you can pick. But there's like uh, two of them. So her initial one, I keep seeing her. I don't know why. Um, because <laughs> uh, I think it turned like people into sheep or like flying sheep. And um, oh, yeah. it, I, I think it lasted for like a really long time. It was something stupid, like 18 seconds. So you kind of use that on an enemy that was uh that you were able to do it on because sometimes if it's a boss and they're immune then it just does damage to them uh but it just takes a enemy out of the equation yep. basically and they're flying around as a space sheep um but then i went to the other one which was the double spell and i was like oh let's do this let's go double yep. spells and so now i've got basically like spells are kind of like grenades in the game but they've all got weird abilities and so you can um 
sort of comboed them as well in interesting ways, but yeah, I, I figured I'll try this character out and see how it goes, and I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Did you figure out what you, what you picked? Graveborn. 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 Uh, dark so magic. Sort of like... Yeah, it's like I basically I, I like sacrifice like a, a chunk of my own health. And then uh, I do this big fucking like slam into the ground that absolutely fucking wallops everyone. And all I have to do, like, as long as my fucking shields are up, I regen yep. the health easy enough. Um, so it's not actually that, like, there's no sacrifice there, which makes it feel crazy. Uh, but I think I have to have a health regen on my fucking shield for that to work. So it does sort of limit what uh, shields I can take. Shields aren't cool that, are they? They're called something else. I don't give a fuck. What, to be honest, yeah, the shields, um, right? Like, it's it's like fucking souls in Elden Ring. I'm never going to call them rules, <laughs> runes. It's never going to fucking happen. Stop trying to make it happen. They're souls, right? And in fucking Wonderlands, uh, yeah, I got a shield. Okay, that's it. And I don't have. I think they're called. Is it wards? Are the shields wards. wards that's or? it. Yes, wards. Uh, but yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's it's a. It seems like a good class. I've got this little you. Your one doesn't have like a thing following it around, like a companion, like a pet. I think all the others have companions, right? Oh, do I get shafted? Yours is the only one that doesn't have one, I think. Um, (laughs) No, just (laughs) claptrap. Just claptrap. Oh God. Uh, But uh, yeah, I got this like little thing that follows me around and sort of it casts whatever i whatever spell i've got equipped uh periodically which is good uh i like it it just means i like because i have been focusing in on lowering my skill uh my spell cooldown so i can just fucking hammer that shit um which is i think it's a good fucking a good build because spells are pretty fucking powerful uh and yeah there's probably I could probably do some other shit yeah. uh, with it, but yeah, it's uh, it's worked so far. Uh, I rebound my spell button to my middle mouse key because G was a dumb button for it to be on. Um, yeah, both my spells are on my mouse at this stage because I'm yeah next to my left click next to my shoot button. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know ADS much like unless you happen to accidentally pick up a fucking sniper rifle sniper rifles in this feel like absolute f- i have not found a single one that feels even remotely good um right so yeah they don't make a lot of sense to me um but yeah i uh i'm enjoying it man i'll tell you what i like the most is the like and as always, right? And this, I think we say this about literally every Borderlands, but it's never been more true than right here. And it might have, like, it might have been my least favorite thing in Borderlands Three, uh, but the writing in this is fucking great. I am loving it. The you love the writing in Borderlands Three, <laughs> uh, but but it didn't work for me the way it did in like two and one. You know, like yeah, it wasn't as uh, good. One, one really, one's probably the weakest. Yeah, but like, it was also who like doing things. Games weren't doing that much at the time, so yeah. 
Like, I, I mean, like, the, they, I feel like they found their footing with uh, the General Knox DLC. Yeah, absolutely. Which was 100%. one of, I think that might have been the last one that they put out. Yeah. Um, and that's when it felt like they found the tone of like, all right, yeah. this is what we need to do. And then two, I thought, just nailed it. Yeah. But like a lot of people didn't like two. And yeah. uh, like the people like that aren't going to like two aren't going to like any border. Like if you don't like Borderlands, you just don't like Borderlands. That's it. That's basically it. Um, but yeah, I uh, I reckon the, the writing in this is fantastic. And uh, I'm loving it so far. I'm loving all the fucking voice acting. Uh, all of the fucking people who keep showing up. Uh, yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. So who's Claptrap is in the game for the people that want their claptrap. The He's there. wants to know. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah. yeah, well, it's got like Wanda Sykes and Andy Samberg and uh, Will Arnett are all pretty... Like all well known as being in the game, right? Everyone yeah. knows that already, right? I won't go into yeah. any of the others, uh, but all like secrets. seriously, they all fucking smash it. Like, yeah, I, I like just the some of the unexpected shit that comes out of all of them works for me. And like, I think Will Arnett's probably got the least surprising role in that he's sort of like this. Uh, he's playing Will Arnett. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah, that sort of character. Will Arnett is Deadpool, the villain of this story type thing. Like, he knows you're in this game and he's aware of it and, like, he's he's playing it that way. And I think that's, you know, very entertaining, uh, but it's not terribly surprising, whereas... Yeah, Andy Samberg playing it at, like he's fucking just the most invested uh, Dungeons and Dragons player of all time is rad to me. It's awesome. It's completely unexpected, and Wanda Sykes keeps like busting out shit out of nowhere um, that like I'm, I'm just not expecting. So yeah, I think they're all fucking nailing it, and I'm enjoying it so far. Which is good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Every time she comes up, all I can think about is... Because she, she did the Matrix skit, right? With... Uh, um, was it with Justin Timberlake? When? Like like years and years ago. <laughs> what, <laughs> like for like, a, like the really MTV Movie time. Awards or some shit? Yeah, it was Wasn't something that like Queen that. Wasn't like, you fucking racist? No. No. Yeah. I think it was... No, it's not. Because uh, she's like, she's like, do the dance, Justin. Wasn't that her? Pretty sure. Oh. oh. They're like, do the robot. And they're doing the robot because he's a, he's from the Matrix. So he has to do the robot. Well, I guess maybe they did a couple of them. Right? Because there were multiple movies. So maybe you get a pass. But like Queen Latifah played Morpheus. I remember that bit. Yeah, no, no. But I, she, she was playing um, uh, the Oracle on the bench. Uh, anyway, whatever. It was like a, it was a parody <laughs> thing with like right. Justin Timberlake. And, right. and, um, this is a weird detour for us. 
And we go on weird detours. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Will Ferrell was in it. He played, Will Ferrell was like the architect. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that part. That's what has me so worried. (laughs) We don't do a movie podcast because we, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I think the thing I'm liking about the, uh, sorry, the style of the game is what I liked about the Tiny Tina DLC was like her narrating what is going on and like things around you changing. Like just the entire scenery will just change all of a sudden because yep. weird stuff is going on. Um, and I, I like that sort of thing, like playing around with the tools that you've got um, as a storytelling medium being like, hey, this is actually people playing a D&D game and we can change it on the fly um, and have fun with it. So yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy I'm enjoying that sort of stuff. Um, a little bit disappointed by the game board and the repetitiveness of some of the dungeons like you can kind of see that all right here's a kill chamber and they've set this up and you'll come across it a bunch of times the same kill chain kill chamber um nothing really changes in it and it's very i don't know I, i just feel like there's no challenge because they're not throwing enough enemies at me and also the the kill chamber is so big that i feel like i'm not needing to explore any of it anyway i kind of just stand in the corner and wait yeah. for people to come towards me and that is it and so i'm finding them a little bit boring the bits i'm finding a lot more interesting are the going out into the proper realized worlds that have quests in them and have a bit of story meat on them um and so that the, the like little encounters that you have it's sort of like a pokemon-esque game as well sometimes where there's tall grass here and you've got to walk around the tall grass and you'll get jumped by a mob um and that's when it takes you to like the battle uh yeah so that stuff i'm just i'm finding a little bit tedious lackluster yeah yeah, yeah like, you see if you've seen like once you've seen one you've seen them all basically like yeah. and i like it's weird to me that you don't even have to kill everyone it seems like it just reaches a point where yeah it's just like ah, it's like fill this bar <laughs> you've killed enough yeah um <laughs> this this is over um and then yeah, go yeah, to the portal you go to over some giant dice and it spits out a seven billion guns that you don't want to fucking use and you're like yeah these are all shit i'm gonna pick them up so i can sell them that's about it uh yeah. you get so like so quickly you arrive at a point where you're just like uh I'm not picking up like white white guns anymore. Like yeah, and it well, usually I mean, that's takes the case with all Borderlands. But right? it takes forever in the other Borderlands, <laughs> in the main Borderlands. Yeah. It takes a while before you're at the point where you're like, I'm not picking up that fucking garbage. Uh, but in this, you just yeah, it throws so many at you and so many, much trash, and uh, yeah, it just seems odd. Yeah. I was doing the same thing and running around and being like, oh, I'm full. My inventory is full. Like, there's got to be um, somewhere I can sell this stuff and just finding nothing. And so, all right, we'll dump all this white stuff and just pick up all the greens. And then I'd be full again. I'm like, all right, got to dump all these greens now and (laughs) start managing things based on price and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of guns and loot and all that sort of thing that it gives you. But yeah, yeah, I'm I'm keen to play more. I haven't, I haven't had a whole lot of time with it, but what I've played, I've, I've enjoyed. Um, I didn't get a chance to play co-op at all. 
And uh, obviously yeah. a, a Borderlands game or a Wonderlands game must surely live or die by its co-op. So I, like, I know when I started my character, I got the opportunity to choose whether I wanted to be cooperative or competitive. Um, but yeah, uh, like I definitely want to play it with people and see how that goes. Um, in cooperative. In cooperative, yeah, or cooperative. Uh, yeah. Look, it's Borderlands. Uh, we will be playing co competitive. None of this fucking, oh, everyone gets their own loot shit. Okay? I know all of the guns are garbage, but I'm still going to fucking race and grab them all. I don't give a fuck. Okay? That is Borderlands. Okay? That's how you play Borderlands. You race for guns. Okay? Guns you don't necessarily need. And then you lovingly, you lovingly dole them out to the, to the like, baby birds that you've carried through every single encounter. You're like, here you go, yeah. here you go, here's some of Mama's regurgitated vomits, here's my least favourite gun, here you go. And then, like, you, you pretend to be magnanimous about it, you're like, Luke, Luke, what, what's your build? Uh, are you using fire? I'm using fire. Uh, here's my second best fire gun. But then, but out loud, you say, here's my best fire gun because I'm such a good partner. Luke, here you go. Mm. And Luke's like, fucking thanks, dude. You're such a good pal. And I'm like, no worries. Yeah. True story. I mean, yeah, I think it'll happen. <laughs> it'll happen. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll play a bunch of that. Um, yeah. Soon. We've got, a, we've got, I think, more codes coming through. We're going to have to reset our project progress, it sounds like, anyway. So, Love uh, that. But I'm okay with that. If we're going to play co-op, then we should smash through it. True. And it's yeah, stuff no, we've already done. We can skip through the fucking cutscenes. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah. Um. All right, there you go. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It should be out now by the by the time people hear this. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, before we move on, any Elden Ring stuff quickly, or not? I mean, yeah, I'm still playing. I don't have a lot to say because I literally just jump in and help people do boss fights. I did actually finish... I found a fucking cool new weapon. Uh, um, last last time I'd gone into my invader uh, build, I'd uh, just sort of fucked about and gone to Ray Locaria and had myself kidnapped by the Virgin at the bottom of the water wheel. Do you know about this? Uh, this was ages and ages ago, probably two podcasts ago. Uh, like yeah. The game had just come out and I'd been fucking about invading people and I needed more bloody fingers to do more invasions. So I'd gone and I'd sort of gone around uh, Stormvale because you can get into Leonia uh, just sort of without having to fight your way through uh, Godric the Grafted. You can just skip that shit. He's not yeah, actually a mandatory boss, um, although everyone thinks he is. You can skip that shit. Uh, and we'd worked out how to skip that shit before the game was out. Uh, so I skipped it, went into, and I was trying to find more bloody fingers because I knew, um, I know that, well, I knew that um, that Dickwad Var, uh, that that cunt hole, the first dude who greets you when you exit the the grave or like your tutorial area, that smug prick. Uh, I know he will sell them to you. Right, but I'd already killed him, so I sort of figured I might be able to grab the uh, bell bearing from there because he didn't drop one when I killed him. He did drop five bloody fingers, 
but there wasn't one there. And so I was, I'm like there. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll just, I'll go get the key for rail carrier. Uh, cause I met patches on my way to where, where VAR like sells you shit or gives you missions basically. Uh, and, um, I met patches and patches was like, Oh yeah. If you, uh, the Virgin at the, uh, bottom of the, uh, water wheel still does some shit. I'm like, all right, patches. All right, you cheeky cunt. Let's see what you got for me this time. What are we going to do this time? And so I go down the bottom of the water wheel and I let, I let it do the big hug attack. And uh, it teleported me to, and I guess Miles Spoilers, uh, Volcano Manor. It just takes you straight there. And so you can actually use that if you can get out of Volcano Manor. You can use that to skip Renala. And so she's not a mandatory boss because you, once you're on Volcano Manor, you're actually technically up on Altus. So then you're able to get to, into if you, again, again, all of this is predicated upon you being able to do a lot of things that uh, would be a lot easier if you just go kill some bosses. But yeah. Uh, if but you, you can get up there without killing her anyway. You go through the, there's like a secret oh, the mine. cave. Yeah, yeah the, the mine. mine. Yeah, right. Uh, no, the, the way that I actually got to that area. Yeah, me too. Me too. I couldn't figure out how to use the lift. Um, yeah, me too. And then you guys are talking about this fucking, the two parts of the lift. I'm like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? And I had some completely other medallion pieces. And so did yeah. PVH. Um, I don't think any of us found those medallions until... Way late. Like, like 95 hours in when you accidentally stumble upon it. Pretty much. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that'd be way easier than going to fucking Volcano Manor. But uh, when you go through it, you've got to beat this boss. And the boss is basically two of those virgins. It's the Saur uh, Wheel Virgin. The virgins, by the way, if you're uh, not not aware, are those crazy big metal things on wheels. And they've got wheels. And uh, they, like, open up a... Like a gas chamber or something. Yeah, it's like <laughs> a fucking... Like, nightmare fucking... And, like, two arms come out and they grab you and they pull you in and it's pretty easy to kill you. Um, so, yeah, the saw, saw wheels and the... The blades. Uh, so two of those, you got to fight fucking, yeah, two of them at the same time. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, the one, there's one that you encounter uh, that you have to, you don't have to fight, but like things go a lot easier if you just fucking kill it uh, before you go up that, that ramp with the giant ball ahead of Renala. And I just ran away. I tried to fight it once and I did like fucking 10% damage. And I'm like, I'd rather go fight the main boss that I'm up to than try to fucking beat this thing. Holy fuck. And I had to fight two of them. So that was rough. Um, what I did was I dropped my summon, uh, summon sign down. I just got summoned uh, yeah. and learned to fight that way, which is easy. Like definitely the easiest way to fucking do that shit. Earned a fuck ton of, I think like... I think 8,000. I think you get four, like four fifths. You get 80% of the fucking souls for finishing the fight uh, as a summon. So yeah, 8,000 each time we actually succeeded. Most of the time we did not. 
because I can't stop these dickheads from dying. Um, but it's a lot easier if you've got if you've summoned someone. So I summoned the old fucking jellyfish to distract one of them while I took on the other one, and then uh, took on the the super mean one, and then poor old jellyfish died uh, and got out. Got this fucking awesome weapon. It's like it's scales with strength, um, strength, dex, and faith. Uh, and it's got the spear move set. So like a four, four thing jab, um, four jab combo rather, but uh, you can do it from behind a fucking shield. You like hold your fucking shield up and still fucking attack with this fucking thing. Like you're fucking one of the 300 of Sparta. It's fucking sick, man. Uh, and it does fucking mad damage. The weapon art on it is trash. Uh, but it doesn't fucking matter because it fucking rips. It's very good. Um, so that's cool. Uh, was pretty pretty stoked about that. Did not find any bloody fingers, so I can't fucking invade. But uh, mm. oh well, whatever. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty cool. But otherwise, yeah, just been getting summoned. Like I've given up on PvP in this game. It's just not worth it. Uh, the rewards aren't there. There's no covenants. Um, like they had an opportunity to have a covenant, right? In Volcano Manor. Uh, and they didn't do anything with it. Uh, you do those invasions and yeah, that's all there is to it really. Uh, those AI invasions. Um, and yeah, there's no more to it, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, stopped invading. I just help people now. Wait, Mostly just- Is that, is that an actual... I thought it was a bad thing to do, like that quest line, or is it not? I don't uh, know. I, don't know. I, I just figured it. it was going to be bad because she wanted me to kill like other people, right? I don't give a shit. I am. I like look. All right, I don't ask who has to die in a in a Souls game. I just ask that they die, please. Please, please, just die. Oh my god, please die. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but being summoned to help people, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. Like, I think there's a lot that you can get out of just being summoned by other people, right? I think it's, I feel like it's very rewarding uh, and ex- a very rewarding experience because, like, A, you get to, I, I am getting the feeling that people are finding this game a lot harder than we did. And I know, I know for a fact like I flat out got we were hard yeah I but like I flat out got Jung to fucking come help me out with a handful of fights and I know I helped you with a couple of fights and we all helped PVH with a bunch of fights like almost all the fights uh like yeah and obviously like I I yeah can see why they might be finding it harder yeah uh because that like dude especially in the castle like I couldn't do it. You and I couldn't do it. Oh, dude. Had get, we had to get Jung in there. Castle with his stupid, but his stupid He shield. had the easiest time. But that's what, kind of what I'm talking about, right? Like, the, the fucking genius of this game is that he had the easiest time with that fucking fight. And then trying to do... Uh, he, he couldn't do the, the duo. Took him forever and I did it two goes. Yeah. Right, like th- that's the like they're everyone thinks of these games as being like type, but they've got the type 
concept all wrong, right? You're not melee type or dex type or fucking magic type or anything like that. You're either blocking type or you're rolling type. Those are the two fucking options. Blocking type or rolling type. Or I guess the magic option where you fucking buff 16 billion times before you actually... And then hold, yeah, hold charge and fucking special beam cannon something to death. Um, but like, yeah, you roll or you block and yeah, that castle soul fight was a roller's nightmare and it was a fucking uh, blocker's fucking wet dream. He had no chance. But um, against what's-her-face, uh, Millennia, uh, Blade of Mikola, underneath the Halig tree, uh, yeah, that's a blocker's nightmare. They've got no chance because she recovers health even if you're blocking. And so... Yeah, you're fucked, man. Like, you you can do nothing. You can parry her and she won't recover. But, like, if you miss, not only does she get hurt, but, like, you lose... Uh, she Like, she regains so much health that you're... You may as well just fucking die and start over. Um, and that's, that's the thing, right? But as a roller, right, you could roll through that crazy blade dance. You can roll at her through it. Uh, you can't get any hits in uh, because you've got to keep rolling. But, yeah, like, that's fucking huge. And, yeah, what I was going to say is, like, we actually might have had it a teeny bit easier because I had the Mimic Tear, right? And they nerfed it. They nerfed the Mimic Tear. They nerfed my boy. Um, he's still pretty great. But, uh, yeah, we had the Mimic Tear. We had the Jellyfish. Uh, we didn't know where to go to get any of these things. But yeah, I've been noticing people are just not equipped for the challenge that they're about to face. Like the amount of times I've gone into... I get summoned for Millennia a lot because it's the quickest summon for me. It must be something about level bracketing. Um, but yeah, the amount of times I'll watch someone just walk in and put their shield up. I'm like, all right. We'll just fucking. I might just go run in and die. It's going to be faster because they're never going to learn this lesson. Um, or she does her leap in the air, and like anyone who's done this fight before knows, you either have to start piss bolting away or like stand there doing nothing, waiting one, two, roll forward. Roll, roll, roll. Holy fuck, roll, 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 roll. Uh, and pray you've got enough stamina to do all the rolls. Um, yeah. But they'll, they'll like, she jumps in the air and they're like, oh yeah, it's time. I'm going to fucking, yeah, wind up my biggest magic attack. And you're like, oh my fucking God, you're so fucking dead and you don't yet know it. Now you know it. Now you know it. Before I finish that sentence, you knew it. But you're fucking dead. Holy shit. Or magic. Yeah, like, yeah. The amount of times people just don't get, seem to get what they're in for. And what it tells me is that Elden Ring has grown the genre, right? Like, it's dragged in people who wouldn't normally uh, play uh, a Souls game and I think it was it might like it might have hurt them to some extent uh, my brother my brother 
finally got the game. My twin brother, and he is a old school Souls player. But uh, he went and found the same chest you found. Right. The teleporting trap chest. And he was he was ready to be done with it. Because he couldn't get past those fucking insect dudes who like shoot the fucking homing yeah, things. They, f- they like follow you. Mm. And he was uh he was like gonna he was gonna rage quit. So uh yeah. There's that, right? Like uh if if an old school Souls player can almost dummy spit over it, then I can see new players dummy spitting 100%. But those who don't run into that like specific problem, I was going to say sparticular, um, sparticular problem, they, I think they get real deep. I think there's so many tools to make uh, Elden Ring easier. My little brother, he's been playing, he got it day dot. They're both playing on PS5. Uh, my brothers. I wish I had a PS5 copy so I could I could just fucking I go help them. Mm, yeah. Uh, it'd be an excuse to play through the game again as well. But um, yeah, they uh, he he never played he'd never played any Dark Souls games. And when he told me he got it, I was like, oh, you fucked up this one. You fucking idiot. You're not gonna like this. Go back to playing fucking Warframe. All right, go back to your playing your fucking free to play Destiny clone. Um, but uh, no, he he loves it, and he's been playing it basically cop, right? Like as as annoyingly challenging as it is to repeatedly summon and all that kind of shit, he's just been playing the whole game fucking cop, which is cool. Uh, it's cool that you can do that. Well, yeah, summon a fucking summon a jellyfish, summon a mixia. Like all these fucking all these options. Go level up somewhere else. Go do fucking I know Heath Heath beat fucking Radan before he beat Renala. Like, I don't mean in the sense that he like circumvented Renala. I mean he just didn't go fucking up. He just went fucking right. He went into Kalid. Like what a fucking nightmare. But like if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. It's the New York of Elden Ring, baby. Of the lands yeah. between. So, yeah. That's fucking cool, man. Like, it is an incredible game. It's legitimately... I think if it had, like... I think if it... Well, see, that's that's the challenge, right? If it had top-tier invasions, that's what it's missing for me. Right? That's what... I would... I would we would be talking about it for another three hours. Right? And then we would have been all like, oh, Returnal came out. Joby, you played Returnal? I'd be like, no, I've been playing Elden Ring. I invade people in Elden Ring. Why wh- Why is this stupid <laughs> podcast still going? I could be invading people. You know what? I'm just going to turn it on and talk to you while I'm invading people in Elden Ring. Um, yeah. Like, that's all it would have had to, had to do. But even without that, like, it's still one of my top five games of all time, man. I think it is utterly incredible. Like, such a mind-blowing achievement to me. Uh, Like, just from a, 
from the perspective of like the amount of fucking introspection they would have had to have as a studio to work out their own fucking flaws and address them while doing an a form of game they haven't done before just fucking holy shit man crazy stuff yeah anyway it is very good are you still playing um I haven't I haven't jumped in since like last week um I think I think when we talked about it last week was sort of like the last one that I I jumped into started my new game plus run yeah since like I've I've just had uh so many freaking games coming through um we couldn't talk about them last week and we're talking about them this week yeah um and I've got more that I still can't talk about like it's just been hectic yes so Anyway, uh, yeah, I haven't gone back into play it, but I think it's going to be the type of game where I just jump in every once in a while and uh, run around, kill kill a couple bosses, and slowly work my way back through and see how deep I can get. Because um, like even they dropped a patch the other day and added a conclusion to a quest line. I think this is one we were talking about last week. Like, but I, I still don't understand why. It wasn't there in the first place. Was it a bug, or are they doing like a weird? Every couple of weeks, they're gonna drop a an extra character in there that's gonna f- change something. Like I don't, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's interesting. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know either. Like, I I it did make me go investigate though. Did you investigate? No, I guess you wouldn't have, right? No, I yeah. edited a guide on it this week that right. I read. Right. <laughs> so I know what happens. I so Yeah, I went and investigated because I'd, like, I'd never been down there. But now, uh, I don't know what happened, right? Because uh, mm. I went all over that fucking area. But yeah, there's, like, I, I actually kind of think there was no way down for us. I don't think I don't think it existed. I swear to God, man, I spent because I thought that was how you, I thought that was the how you solved that fucking tower, right? And you know I you know I spent hours trying to solve that fucking tower because I was talking to you guys in Discord the whole fucking time, right? So, yeah, uh, I, I I don't know. I think they added the way down as well. But that fucking little dude, what a fucking little guy. Oh my god. I love him. Yeah. Um, all right, there you go. Charbin. That's Elden Ring. Let's uh let's keep going here. What a dude. Still got a lot to talk about. Uh Ghostwire Tokyo. Here we go. Is also out. Um this game has had a weird uh announcement. Journey. Yeah. It's just like life <laughs> yeah. i remember when we've, we've talked about this on here before like that first initial announcement of the game from bethesda and I, me just having absolutely no idea what it was and being like all right yeah seems kind of cool like i've liked the previous stuff that they put out before so this is tango gameworks mm-hmm. um who have made um well i guess that the person like running the studio, right, is the guy that worked on the uh, Silent... Was it Silent Hill? Um, uh, Resident Evil? That, or was it Resident Evil? Resident Evil. Who am I thinking of? 
Resident Evil series. That's right. Um, and so, like, they had, like, Shinji Mikami had, like, this, uh, you know, obviously big game series behind them, starting this other studio and then being um, brought in to make th- this, like, new horror series of games, which it, uh, turned into The Evil Within 2. I think um, I enjoyed what they did in those games even though they didn't quite pull it off yeah. like you could kind of feel that there was something there and I had a, I had a pretty good time with Evil Within 2 um, I don't think those games sold very well which is why they went to something else uh, but there's still that sort of vibe horror-esque vibe with Ghostwire Tokyo when they first announced it and then as we started seeing more about it it spun into this other thing and I got to a point where I was extremely confused about what we were going to be seeing and playing yeah. with this game. Yeah. Because I didn't know what it was going to be. It looks so weird. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I, I think that ref- is reflected in the final product, really, right? Like, it's a game that doesn't really know what it, it's supposed to be, right? Like, it's it's a shooter, right? It's just a shooter at the end of the day. Sure. Yeah. Uh and it's it's interesting, right? Because I thought it was supposed to be a horror shooter, right? But there's there's no it's not horror. A horror game at all. There's no yeah. horror. There's a maybe one jump scare. Uh if if that. But there are definitely like elements of horror right a a horror aesthetic yeah ghosts and weird slender men with uh umbrellas and ghost girls ladies with heads made of teeth and yeah ring chicks with fucking giant machetes and shit like that like like actual apparitions and ghosts but like there's no you see a fucking scary like so the what they tell in screenshots Right. If you heard it was a shooter and you saw screenshots, you'd be like, "Oh, right, like fear." Right. But it's far more like Doom, right? And I think you could say, and it's more like Doom in a lot of ways, but it's more like Doom in the sense that, like, if you were to say, "Oh, it's a game where you shoot a bunch of demons," right? You'd be like, "Oh, so it's a horror game," but it's not, right? And I think that might be the fucking leap they're looking for, right? That's the sort of. <sighs> Like, you have to meet them more than halfway in that in that sort of same way. But Doom works because it's like it's got a legacy there, right? And like the demons being demons, they weren't scary, and it wasn't a very scary game. But Doom Three tried to pivot to horror. It tried to fulfill the fucking ideal of Doom by pivoting yeah. to horror at Doom 3, right? Like, at some level... And it went even further with Doom 2000... Was it... Like, the, the, the re... 2016. What am I thinking of Doom 3? Yeah, Doom... Not You're Doom the, 2016. No. Doom 3. It's a Doom 3 thing. Is that how long ago it was? It, it was Doom 3. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The one where it was not like you couldn't see anything. It was fucking dark and you needed a flashlight. You needed a flashlight mod. Uh, duct yeah. tape mod, rather. 
Um, yeah, exactly, man. Like they did, but they did. Tr- but to me, that was a momentary admission that the concept of Doom should be a horror, even if the execution of Doom isn't. Right, and the reason it didn't work is because Doom isn't a horror game. Not because demons aren't horrific, and because like going to hell isn't a horrible scenario, but because Doom has established itself as something that has no reason to be a horror game, right? And the reason it doesn't work for Ghostwire Tokyo is that it doesn't have that same established base. If it fuck, if you piss bolted through the streets of a haunted fucking Tokyo at the same speed as the Doom Slayer, then maybe. Like, people would be able to make the leap, but it's a fucking pretty slow, methodical game, right? It's a... There's... Like, slow, methodical is me being fucking, like, pretty nice here. Like, plodding, I think, might be the way I would describe its pace. Uh, Treacle-esque is another good one. Like, dull, I guess, I would go with. Like, there's a problem there. And and Doom gets away with being an action horror game or an action game with hor- a horror aesthetic, rather, because it's fucking action. It's fucking fast. It's got fucking Mick Gordon playing in the fucking background, like fucking ramping you up to rip and tear. Like, it's fucking, yes, I'm fucking ready, baby. Right? And Ghostwire Tokyo, I like some of the music in it. I thought it had some really good fucking tracks, uh, but um, it's not the same. Like, on any level, it is... Like, all, everything about it is fucking chill as shit, man. It is... And so it doesn't work, right? They had to have... Like, there's no fucking tension. There's no stakes, right? They've made the mistake of thinking that because Doom gets away with it... They can too, but they've made it like the the problem is that by eliminating the like the general amount of tension, right, that comes from doing everything real fucking fast and dealing with the results of your mistakes, right, by eliminating that and allowing you to just sort of fucking meander along and fucking wind blast, wind blast, wind blast, wind blast, like fucking slow as shit. Uh, there's no like there's no urgency there's no fucking reason for you to be fucking worried and so what would have like crazy fixed that what would have really changed that what would have made you crawling through the haunted streets of Tokyo actually feel like they makes like it makes some fucking sense is if it was scary as fuck if yeah, you were terrified about going around the next corner, then the pacing wouldn't be a fucking problem because you'd be like, oh, fuck. I don't know if I can actually do this next room, right? Like, mm. I'm like, it's like there was this game, Project Zero or Fatal Frame in America. Like, that, that game, right? You walked around with a fucking camera. You were a little schoolgirl wandering around a haunted house with a fucking camera. And, like, the elevator pitch for that is so fucking idiotic, right, that we literally hired it from Video Easy as a joke. And then we played it for fucking 12 hours straight. 
terrified, like utterly fucking terrified because you were this little fucking schoolgirl wandering around a haunted house with a fucking camera and you walked real slow. And when you ran, you weren't actually all that fucking quick. And everything in that house wanted to fucking murder you, right? And it fucking worked, man. The pace was slow as shit, but it didn't matter because you didn't want to fucking move that fast anyway until you really wanted to move fast. Then you were cursing your tiny little schoolgirl legs. But until then, yeah, you were just fucking like, mm, this works, man. This is scary as shit. This, I'm fucking feeling this. It doesn't work in Ghostwire Tokyo, and it's a huge fucking error, right? And, and I feel like it explains a lot of my problems like that particular the fact that they excised any horror from Ghostwise Tokyo is yeah. is the biggest like you it's can't the aesthetic of a horror game movie book whatever you want to do it but it's not it's got it's not it's right like a, you can't tell me it was never a horror horror game right because hmm. it, it went through a change of leadership right yeah and they sort of, yeah, like, yeah, you can't fucking tell me, man, that it wasn't a horror game at some point. And they're like, oh, no, nah, I think we won't do a horror game. I think we should do something else. Yeah, uh, people like shooters, like, let's do it. Let's, yeah, like, it's, it's the type of thing where it's like, oh, well, horror games don't sell. And then they were like, shit, all right, well, what do we do then? Well, let's do, I don't know, let's do an action game. And Doom then, like, sells. Resident Evil yeah. came out, and they're like, fuck. We screwed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a real good... Yeah. And that's it, man. Like, um, it just does... Yeah. It makes the same so, mistake Doom 2016 did in that mm. you're far better off walking backwards and firing at all times um, and, and like, managing your ammo by just sort of slowly rotating to wherever the ammo is if you yeah. need to manage your ammo. Everything takes way too long to kill, which was not a fault the doom 2016 had um but like in this everything takes way too long it's like genuinely tedious like yeah properly boring like by the end of the game i would see groups of enemies and i'm like i'm just gonna avoid them i'm gonna climb up high and i'm gonna float over the top of them because i just can't be fucked i do not care like it's just gonna take forever the craziest craziest moment for me was when I finally got some prayer beads right prayer beads allow you to well the first set you get first set I got gave me 20% more power to my wind attack uh, and then I basically only after that only ever encountered enemies that were 20% stronger so it did nothing like I literally had no meaningful power increase yeah. I'm like wh why would you do this like this is your one chance to actually turn me into something like make me feel semi-powerful why yeah. why if this is wasn't ever a horror game why am i never allowed to feel powerful it's fucking bananas man like mm. uh, my my thing is that and I, I feel like we've jumped ahead but just sure. to like end this converse, this part of the conversation like sure. i I have also just picked up those prayer beads and it's the, you know, 20% more power to your wind attacks. And I'm like, cool, that's good because that's literally all I'm using in this game so far because <laughs> everything else just feels like, what's the point? Because um, all I'm doing is just tapping right 
trigger and hitting something eight times and then exposing their core and then grabbing it and then moving on to the next target and i've i don't think i've died yet like it's just yeah the combat is not i think it's an interesting design of the combat like what you're doing is an interesting idea um damaging these spirits revealing their core and then disposing of them and it looks cool when you're doing this stuff but it's just so boring when you're actually executing what they're trying to get you to do like they want you to do weird combos and and switch between spells and and try and um uh expose a bunch of these same spirit these spirits at the same time and then and then rip out their call or or at once like yeah but there's just no need to do that yeah at least i've played like the first four or five hours of this game i feel like i've unlocked locked all of this the spells that you can get because basically the premise is that tokyo is invaded by these spirits these ghosts everybody disappears Uh, your character is um possessed i guess by a uh by a a ghost cop Mm. um who has magic powers and those magic powers are the wind ability or your the water ability or like and it's basically shooting little orbs out of you um to spirits and you slowly degrade the enemy um which is a cool like looking effect when it does happen but uh eventually you expose their core and you rip the core out and then you get xp and you get more ammo back and that sort of thing um but that is what the each sort of kill chamber uh revolves around is you killing five or six enemies and then moving on to the next thing um the enemies don't really change much at all from what i've seen so far in the first five or six hours that i've played um and the combat hasn't really evolved much and i feel like i've unlocked it like when when i got the prayer beat i was like oh okay there's gonna be something's different's gonna happen here but i'm just like okay i feel like i've unlocked everything at this point that i need to yeah that's important to me yeah i don't know which Uh, i was getting worried about like yeah there's 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 no variety Right, you've got these three weapons. Oh, I guess the bow is the fourth weapon, right? I've never used it. <laughs> never had to. Oh my god, it's awful. Uh, you will have to use it at one point, but uh, yeah, uh, it's it's not just it's just not well done, to be honest. Uh, it takes so long to charge up that it, it's basically useless, right? Uh, it it basically becomes a waste of your time, and so that's. That's crazy, the bow. But the other two weapons you got, like they just don't really function. I mean, no. Well, the fire, the fire weapon is bananas. It's fantastic. Uh, but you know, I, I, I had six, six shots of the fire thing by the end of the game. You got to fire the, fire these. Um, I've already got six shots of it. Are we talking about the same one? Yeah. Yeah. You got to find these Jizo. Or Jizo yeah. statues. Already unlocked it. Yeah. Uh, like each, I think you can find seven of them. So you can have up to 13 or some shit. But I only ever found one red Jizo statue. Uh, everything else, I finished the game with like 40 fucking, 45 wind shots. Uh, I just kept finding the fucking wind Jizo statues. And a couple yeah. of the blue ones, which were, but the blues fucking useless. So. 
Yeah, just like the only thing Blue's used for is to destroy umbrellas, which is cute, right? It's yeah. cute in a way, but it, it doesn't matter. You're it like, just means right. you see fucking tons of umbrella dudes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just, yeah, like, uh, did you unlock? I'm getting a little off topic, but uh, did you unlock floating for five seconds? Uh, sorry, yeah, five seconds. Longer. I, I've unlocked an extra length of float. I'm not sure how long it is. Right, there's two extra lengths of float yeah. that you can unlock. I unlocked, that was almost the first thing I unlocked. And uh, totally. I unlocked everything in the wind, the wind column. I just jacked everything up. <laughs> I was like, this is all I need to use now. Thank you. It's totally worth it to unlock the, the flying thing because you can just circumvent a bunch of shit, um, which was, was good when I got jack of doing fights. There's mm. like, there's a, it, it feels like an unfinished game. And yet at the same time, I'm so, I was so glad when it was over. And that's never a good thing. But I was like, oh my God. I actually mis messaged Nate because Nate had finished it before me. Nate was playing on PC, the lucky prick. I was playing on PlayStation 5. Uh, it's a completely, I'm also on PlayStation. A completely different experience on PC. Completely different. Because you can aim. Easy. I'm like, oh, well, it's dude. Even easier? Even easier. I'm like, dude, it takes so long to charge up the fucking... Uh, the fire thing like why does it take so long he's like I've never charged it it's a sniper rifle I just fucking like I railgun shit right like <laughs> I crack out fucking five railguns and everything's dead and then I go get more or I've got the fucking wind thing that fires fast as I can fucking tap my mouse button so everything's dead regardless yeah um, but yeah I, I literally messaged Nate at one point because I knew he'd finished it I'm like, dude, I'm up to this part. Am I fucking done with this game or what? Like, how close am I to the end? He's like, oh, actually, you, like an hour tops. And I'm glad I finished it because, like, probably my my favorite moment in the game was like literally right at the end. But holy shit, it it's there's time wasting. There is some time wasting in this game. I don't know it how seems long it huge. took. Which is crazy, right? Like, why yeah. are they? time wasting when there could just be so much shit for you to do but yeah uh yeah that's the other thing that surprised me it's a it's an open world game yeah <laughs> like i was like all right fair enough this is what we're doing um and there's like side missions and collectibles and like i think the the aesthetic of the game is really cool and interesting totally. like like the look of the enemies you come up against the yeah. um going to you collect like uh, ghosts that are around the world and you've got to go to like telephone booths and interact with them using these paper dolls and like transport their ghost bodies outside of uh, you're not in Tokyo where are you uh, are you in Shinjuku I, I can't remember where you are yeah but Shibuya so. but that's in Shibuya. Tokyo so. yeah I guess the thing's called fucking Ghostwire Tokyo um, yes uh, <laughs> so here and, and like all that stuff is really cool like the 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 design of this world and all that stuff it's just the gameplay is a little bit not quite there because i like i think that the comboing these abilities and the look of like pulling out the cores of the enemies like all that stuff is really cool but it's just it's just so slow and 
uninteresting and there just doesn't feel like there's enough there and like i want to see more of all right well if the umbrella guys come along then i gotta switch to to the you know the water ability and i've got to blast the umbrellas and then if these other things come along then i've got to use this type of ability but i'm i'm literally just for the first five hours sitting umbrella guys and girls without heads and sometimes sheets floating in the air yeah that aren't causing me any grief at all (laughs) yeah so because you you literally just tap three times and they they're dead um except for the puppet ones you run into the puppet ones yet uh no yeah they're not yet they're rough yeah they move too fast for my controller skills to track Mm. so i have a tough time with them but uh yeah i died i don't know twice uh and both times i was in like uh there was like i basically got ambushed uh and there's this like corruption that spreads on the ground uh and you take damage and you slow when you stand on it you have to destroy these things to eliminate these trees to eliminate the corruption and both times uh i thought i was exiting an area and so i did my five seconds of like floating and dropped down and the enemies spawned in when i touched the ground not when i entered the area which is what i sort of thought they would do uh, if there were going to be enemies but instead when i touched the ground and then i touched the ground and the corruption spawned in as well so i was standing there taking damage (laughs) unable to move enemies just spawned around me and then i died and i like the checkpointing in the game is not good uh, it made me do the entire fucking bit again, um, right. which reset me to about, I don't know, six, seven minutes ago, which was annoying as shit. Uh, and yeah, that happened twice, which I did not like, was not happy with. Uh, but yeah, like, I think, I think, yeah, something happened to this game, man. Right? They had a plan and i think they had a a game in mind and i don't think we're playing that game the game they had in mind it just doesn't marry up with the experience there's and there's all kinds of shit that makes me think we didn't get the full game there's like an, a couple of encounters that you have that you just have once but it comes up with a tool tip to explain it anyway you're like uh all right, weird to have a tooltip and then never use it again. Um, I explored pretty far and wide. I'm pretty sure I unlocked all of the Tory gates. Uh, maybe I missed one or two, but yeah, I like I went pretty far and wide. So and Tory gates are the yeah the Far Cry towers. So yeah, I'm, I think I uncovered all of the map. Like, yeah, I went pretty deep. I was thorough. Um, yeah. So I don't think I missed a lot. I did a bunch of side quests. I had so much fucking money at the end, man. I had so much money like a quarter of the way through the game. I had 50, the, the, those paper things that you catch spirits yep. in. Yeah. Uh, I had 50 of those, which is the cap. I don't know, a quarter of the way into the game. Like, I just had fucking money for days. And I'm like, well, yeah. what else am I going to spend it on? Is there any reason not to buy dog food? 
Oh, definitely buy dog food. Because all I buy is dog food. Because it seems like the amount that I get back is outweighing the cost of the dog food. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. Buy as much dog food as I can hold, and I'm like, Might all right, well. cool. Go find all these dogs. Yeah. And when you come across those prayer boxes, do the five hundred dollar option, and ask them okay. to find you the Jizo statue, Jizo statue. Uh, yeah. Because that's the easiest way to fucking find the things I found. Uh, I must have spent, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands on those prayer boxes trying to find fucking Jizo statues. But yeah. I just don't, like, yeah. I just don't think it's a very good game, man. Um, like, at the end of the day, I, 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 I don't think it was executed well. Uh, the game, like, the it's a shooter it's a shooter and I think the shooting is boring right um, yeah. the aesthetics fantastic the fucking graphics are awesome don't play it if you play on PlayStation 5 do not play it on fucking resolution mode because the H 30 frames per second is yeah. is not meeting it's not worth the it. entire time um, I, I switched it to um, 60 pretty much instantly Immediately, although yeah. there's, I, I, I real, what I really like is that they've got fucking like seven different, yeah, <laughs> mo like modes in there. Yeah, which is which cool. Is yeah, they go, they go ham on that, but yeah, just don't play it in resolution mode. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, the storytelling's really nice, like really well done in a lot of places. Some of it, there's a couple of missteps, but most of it's like fucking fantastic, like a really engaging interesting story that i really enjoyed and some of the yeah. side quests tell some even better stuff and yeah it's just wrapped around a game that I a game played didn't think was worth playing yeah 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 we are on the same page and we have not talked about this before so there you go <laughs> um yeah, yeah, I, yeah, it does make you think, right? Because they they brought out the original designer when they first announced this game, and, and she left because of health issues. Um, that I wonder if the new director or designer that came on, like they just shifted, yeah, ideas, and then they've been doing this for the last three years instead. Yeah, that's 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 what it seems like to me as well, and yeah. We don't know. We can't say for certain. This is just based on <laughs> what we've been playing. Yeah. And how it's played out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think if you're a fan of what Tango Works has done, it's worth checking out. Um, and maybe at some stage, watch some videos, see what you think. But yeah, I agree with Job. Like everything surrounding the main, that's not the main combat of the game is really done quite well. Um, it's just the gameplay loop. The the core combat mechanic is very uninteresting. Uh, after you sort of solve it <laughs> within the first like two or three hours, like, oh, okay, this is literally all, all it is. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. All right, anything else to add on that? Nope. No, I'll keep playing it. I, I'll keep going through it, but I'll probably talk about it more next week. That's Ghostwire Tokyo. It's a uh, PlayStation exclusive. Um, it's out on PC probably the well. last Bethesda game we'll see for a while. Um, uh, yeah. And it's while, out on yeah. PC. Yes. Yeah. Yep. All right. There you go. Uh, should we do some news? Yes. 
we got some news from CD Projekt. Mm. They are working on a brand new game in the Witcher series, uh, not called The Witcher Four. <laughs> not called The Witcher Four. Yeah. Um, so it says here, we're happy to announce the next installment in the Witcher series. Video games is currently in development, kicking off a new saga for the franchise. This is an exciting moment as we are moving t- from Red Engine to Unreal Engine 5, beginning a multi-year strategic partnership with Epic Games. Um, so that's sort of the gist of... Oh, there's a little bit more here, but there's no point reading the whole thing out. Um, yeah, so this, there's a bit going on here. Uh, I guess the big one is the moving away from their internal engine, Red Engine to uh, Unreal Engine 5. It means that they've got... Uh, support from Epic Games in terms of development, um, uh, an engine that a lot that's probably pretty easier for people to get a grasp on, um, yeah. because you've got developers that are able to come in with experience with Unreal as opposed to trying to learn a new engine from scratch. Um, yeah, and you've just got like a, a lot of you know people that are able to come in and offer hands that have had experiences with Unreal in the past, so. Uh, it seems like it's a, a easy choice to make um, for them going forward, especially with all the problems that they had with Cyberpunk 2077. Um, so that's good news, I I think. Uh, I don't think we're going to see this game for a while, at least. Nope. It's it's just the hey, we're coming out announcing this thing, but even by doing that, they copped a bunch of backlash from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, how how do you think they handled this? Like, I mean, I I don't know. Like, it's in development. They're they're working on it. I I didn't really have. A, I'm like, it's way too early, right? It's way yeah. too early to be announcing shit. Uh, for me to like even fucking start looking at tickets to the hype train, right? And uh, I will not be buying tickets to the hype train for anything. CD Projekt Red. Uh, does for a long time yeah but uh yeah like i I saw a bit of the like bit of the most most of what i saw was positive but i saw a bit of backlash i'm like all right what are you doing it's a bit weird yeah um I i think some of the backlash came from the um from the the pr person right for city project red that came out and said Here's what we haven't announced. Wait, let me see if I can find the tweet here. It says, um, what we have not announced tonight, today, a game called The Witcher 4, a game exclusive to one storefront. It was our initial confirmation of a new saga in The Witcher franchise. Right now, we are not discussing any specifics in terms of a story, characters, mechanics, or plot details. And I think as well, somebody else um i saw a tweet floating around from someone saying it's it's not going to be an ags exclusive um, right game either so i like i i get what they're saying here but at the same time like especially in media outlets or news sites or content creators like they're going to be like hey this is the next game from the witcher people like they're obviously going to say the witcher 4 like coming out and giving them yeah. shit about it or being like this is not what we've announced like it's just maybe you should be more clear in your um announcement i guess 
it, it's it's sort of similar to like what happened with Grand Theft Auto recently, right? Where where Rockstar came out and said we're working on the next Grand Theft Auto thing, and so obviously people are going to go straight to it. All right, it's Grand Theft Auto Six because yeah, what else is it going to be like? Um, and especially for media outlets that are working with like SEO and like they need to put something in there. You can't just call it the next Witcher franchise it's just not sure. gonna work like people aren't gonna click on that shit um so yeah i think it, it's it's a bit of on both parts like communication that's way too early and then yeah. also not giving maybe a, enough information us like a a little bit more would have been nice maybe i don't know um just yeah. to clear up some of that stuff so all right, i don't know like again i think it's a bit too early for this stuff um cyberpunk was announced a really long time before it actually ever saw the light of day yeah um, also too early yeah it, it's it's gonna be quite a while before we even maybe see any of this sort of stuff yeah exactly so I guess it's uh just sit back and relax this stage and enjoy yeah. your cyberpunk updates which they're still rolling out um, another one this week all right um, next up is a story you put down Sega's iconic Tokyo cards Ar- arcades are closing down well, yeah I, closed um, yeah I saw this uh, I guess like uh, seems kind of inevitable but uh, sad all the same it was sort of like a, um, a classic part of the, the trip to Tokyo for for gamers was to go to the the Sega arcades, um, and yeah, there will be no more. Um, they they're going, uh, I guess. Uh, Pachinko machines. Um, may, Pachinko in Tokyo is like super highly regulated. It's it's like casino shit. So yeah. maybe not. Um, it, I think it might just be getting rebranded the arcade might still exist it just won't be the Sega one anymore um so yeah I don't know, maybe it'll still be cool like it's cool that like it'd be devastating if arcades disappeared in Japan because that that wouldn't be good there's some things that you can only play at, at arcades right like crazy rhythm games or the f- table flipping game or whatever the fuck but yeah yeah um yeah, I don't know, it just seems like uh, you've been to Japan, right? Yep. Did you go to the arcades? Uh, no, All right. not that I can remember. All right, fake gamer girl <laughs> over here. Uh, I drove my wife over um, to them and yeah, what we played? We played Typing of the Dead. Uh, and that was pretty fucking hilarious. We played a game that was a simulation of driving a train in Tokyo subways, and it was in like a full fucking enclosed thing. Um, my wife played some crazy VR game where she was on a tiger, um, firing a bow and arrow. That was pretty entertaining. And I played John Wick VR. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sad. Thought I'd point it out. Uh, yeah, there's you can't even like oh, got to make one last trip. They're gone. It's done already. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. All right. Um, next up, we got the Humble Bundle is uh, doing a big thing for Ukraine at the moment. They're raising money um, on a pack of, uh, it's 124 games, I believe. Incredible bunch um, of games. I think we mentioned it last week. Yeah, you pay uh, at least $55 Australian um, and you'll get yeah a bunch of cool games. There's some highlights on here on the front page. You've got Satisfactory which might, might be game of the year for this year. We'll wait and see. Um, <laughs> uh, there's Back for Blood, uh, Metro Exodus, Max Payne 3, Sunset Overdrive, Quantum Break, Quantum Fable, Break. Why would you say Quantum Dark. Break? Why would you include Quantum Break? I'm Slay the Spire the is in there. Yeah. Slay the Spire, Starbound, Superland. I'm working my way down. Superland, I'm, I'm just talking about the good ones. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, we don't have um, all day. There's fucking 60 games. You're going to list them all, you fucking lunatic? <laughs> brothers. Brothers here. Job's favorite game. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, yes. And you get some comics anyway. as well, I think. Um, the Boys. Looks like it. Yeah. Which is awesome. Um, the Boys Volume 1. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible fucking uh, effort. And they've already made, uh, raised $18 million for for... Ukraine support uh, humanitarian relief efforts um, which is fucking sick um, yeah it's just an incredible fucking idea and execution and, and I love the way the gaming community sort of come together um, for this shit yeah yeah uh, and there's some awesome games there if you have people want to check them out uh, we've had people sharing them in our discord group for double ups and things like that Sharing codes out. Yeah, which is awesome. awesome. Johnny Bravo being a legend. Yeah. As always. Sick. Um, all right, there you go. That's that one. Uh, next up, Fortnite has removed building for temporarily uh, in this latest update. Uh, that's kind of a big deal, right? It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> Building's pretty important in Fortnite. Uh, it used to be that building was all you did in Fortnite. All right, I don't want to be all fucking. You whippersnappers don't know. Back in my day, right? But back in my day, right? In in Fortnite, all you did was build, right? There's none of this fucking battle royale bullshit. And now you don't even build. It's ridiculous. It's, I've installed Fortnite because I would play. I've already said I would play a version of Fortnite where I don't have to build shit, and <laughs> that time has come. Yeah. Are you going to buy the Spider-Man bundle and run around as Spider-Man and go visit the Daily Bugle and all that sort of stuff? No, you got to run around in, in your default skin, dancing every time you kill a 12-year-old so that they, they, get, like, they lose their fucking shit. They absolutely yep. lose their minds. They're like, oh, my God, no, you're a default skin. You don't have to fucking dance. That's how it goes. Yep. I know these things. Yep. Uh, they are also donating a bunch of proceeds to um, Ukraine, and they've raised over fifty million dollars at this point. Um, sure, which is awesome. Yeah, sick. As of today, um, so that's part of their chapter three season two content. Um, they've introduced some new mechanics in terms of like sprinting and vaulting into the game, mm. and for that reason, that's why they've they've removed building. 
to to get people to try out those mechanics uh, yeah i don't know i think it's cool every time they do stuff in that game that is weird and wacky i think it's it's really fun so uh, and that's why you've installed fortnite as well that is why i am not playing fortnite um fortnite. all right there you go the next piece of news here it's not really news i i've added it i thought we'd talk about it the hogwarts legacy reveal oh yeah um I don't know, man. I'm sort of getting to the point where I don't want to talk about this game anymore. <laughs> like yeah. When it comes out at this stage, like I expected them to come out in this uh, PlayStation State of Play mm. thing, being like JK Rowling's a bit of fuck it, eh? Yeah. Uh, and they didn't do any of that. So. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I um. I don't understand like I uh, I've always been confused right I said this on Twitter but aren't the house elves slaves I guess so and what you've just got your own slave like they've got a children's game where you're you've got a slave and you're also murdering people using fireballs and Barrels. No, like, fuck that. There's, there's, I don't about that. Like, but like, pitch, like even in Fallout or Wasteland, right, where you can murder people with fucking machine guns and Gatling guns and mini nukes and whatnot, right? Everyone was like, yeah, but hold on. Slavery, slaving, right? The slavers are the fucking real monsters, right? You may have just wandered into town and literally like mincemeated uh, a billion fucking people, but like, those super mutants want to make people into slaves and so they are the bad guys right like that's the fucking line games have a line violence is fine right but slavery fucked up it's fucked up i just don't understand anyway yeah uh yeah no they didn't they didn't come out and say anything they were just like yeah whatever didn't like wasn't isn't the lead designer some sort of fucking crazy they they got rid of that guy okay yeah they got rid of him they made an announcement a a while back saying they're gonna have um the ability for for uh people to create like a transgender character in the game um but they didn't show any of that this time they i think they literally said you can create a uh a witch or a wizard i think was the two things that they said um, but they didn't show any of the actual creation of it. There was no statement from them saying, you know, we're a community of developers from different blah, blah, blah. Like none of that. They just went straight into it and off they went. Like I, they, I, they, I feel like they need to be at, at the most, every time they come out with something, be like, fuck this bitch. <laughs> like we're not about any of this. And this is what we're doing. Like she's not a part of it. But yeah. they're just avoiding that conversation altogether. Yeah. And I think it's just ticking off people like me that are just like, oh, well, I don't want to be involved in it because in the, the day she's fucking probably raking in money anyway. So. Yeah. 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 It's. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't. Like, I think it looks very pretty. I think it like it's graphically very impressive, but the gameplay didn't look all that interesting to me. So. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be easier for me to ignore from that perspective uh, if it's if it's like dull game wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's kind of a cunt. She just keeps on being a cunt. I don't really get it. Just stop yeah. being a cunt. Holy shit. I don't understand why they just haven't jettisoned her. There, there must be like, she must have a Bobby Kotick contract or something. Yeah. Like they have to pay her $16 billion <laughs> if they fire her. Because yeah. I don't know. I don't understand why they've kept her around. Oh uh, yeah, I've got no idea. No idea. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. She, yeah, like you said, she's got to have something. She's got something. Um, I mean, it could be those like four other movies she's contracted for, right? The it's probably fucking it. yep. Fantastic Beast film. Uh, maybe they'll jettison her after this next one. And just <laughs> get rid of her. Yep. Which would be good. Um, anyway, that 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 game has a date of this year, holiday this year, which um, I guess we'll see if that sticks. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers has another big game coming out at the end of this year, so we'll see if they want to compete with themselves on that one word uh, alright that's the news for this week um, we got some questions via email Job do you have the emails to bring up no I don't oh great fantastic yep um, let me see if I can find it quickly alright oh god it's asking me for access to something what, what's it doing asking you for access oh I think I've I think I've opened the wrong thing well I done. need to open the I emails I remember my fucking my first time using a fucking internet browser. This fucking guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you want to uh, email us, you can email us to jpodcast at gmail.com. People don't this one comes in. What's that? People don't usually do it. That's okay. You no, can I'm find not, different I'm not ways criticizing. to do it. I'm just saying people don't usually do it. That's not usually how yeah. it happens. This one comes in from Daniel. says, G'day, boys. Love your work over all these years and one of the few podcasts they have not culled in that time. This is just listening here to Job's review of GT7, the Gran Turismo 7 review that Job put up. Uh, recently, we chucked it in as audio, as an audio podcast, like 40 minutes long. Mm. And uh, yeah, different type of experiment. Um, anyway, it says, uh, and liking that as a way to digest reviews, but also understand the time and effort to go into uh, for little to no reward I oh, yeah. would like to hear a separate podcast with a rebuttal from Luke to see if I'm crazy for still wanting to check it out overall it does sound like a standard GT game but maybe that's Joe's point um, that the game has not really evolved over the last 25 years can't end the email without a question mark so Luke what are your thoughts about having an uninterrupted chance to reply to Joe's review <laughs> keep up the good work and countless hours of entertainment that's from Daniel um, cheers Daniel yeah, no, I think uh, I think I said last time, I I, I don't want to do a forty minute review. You got um, clapped, baby. You got fucking clapped. I knew you had to come out it. and just fucking blap his ass with fucking forty minutes, fucking yeah. nonstop yapping, and he'd be like, we did- oh, no, I don't care that much." <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we didn't actually talk about it this week, but GT Gran Turismo fucking shit the bed hard, right? With oh, this latest update. Did like did we talk about it last week or was it had not happened yet? Like I don't think I don't, it had happened yet. Timing is an Be- illusion, so I've got no idea when anything happened. But uh, yeah, you definitely like if you were on the fence before, you definitely don't want to get in now. Uh, they've they've actually like 
I know, like, it sound, like, certainly sounded like business as usual for Gran Turismo, but, like, they have, like, kneecapped the income rate so that you basically make no money and you have no interesting ways to make money. That's the problem, right? Because you remember fucking back in the day, I think I mentioned it, right? You'd B-spec, uh, you just set up a fucking... Dude, to just drive, right? Do a Le Mans 24-hour. Uh, me and my dad used to set it up and, like, just let it go over the fucking, over, like, from Thursday through to, like, Friday evening. And then we'd spend Friday night, like, doing up cars and shit, like, together. It was a, like, it was, it's a really fun memory I have uh, of my dad. And, uh, yeah, there's no B-spec here. You can't sell cars. Uh, there was a, there was a race you could do to make some decent money and they came out and they crippled the money. Like instead of raising the money that you'd make from every other race, which is what you would do if you weren't focused on trying to get people to spend money on microtransactions. What they did instead was they crippled the amount of money you make from that one race. Uh, which is just fucking bananas, man. It's just fucking yeah. bonkers. It's so blatant as well. There's still the roulette system. Like, uh, I remember Heath and Drew complaining about Forza Horizon's uh, wheel spins, just giving them cars. But yeah, I had that. <laughs> Gran Turismo's version is so much fucking worse. It's so much worse to get a wheel spin and then spin up $5,000 again uh, and every single time you spin it you get fuck all money you get the worst possible fucking thing and it's literally there was a video on the fucking on the uh, Green Turismo subreddit today where uh, someone did four of them in a row and they just got the lowest possible fucking prize every single fucking time uh, it's just ludicrous how like upfront they're being about how you just don't get shit in this game uh and the yeah the fucking invites the fucking used cars only rotate once a week like they added the a service went down for an entire day yeah more than a day they added two cars that cost 18 million dollars plus yeah uh, Could anybody have that yet? <laughs> no, not really. Unless they're fucking. They're, there's apparently a way that you can. <laughs> I've seen this. Uh, I haven't tried it. I'm not going to because I don't care. But uh, you can. You basically remote play into your PlayStation. And then there's like a macro that you use. Someone set up a really uh, custom macro and you basically drive. And you just leave your computer on and your PlayStation on and you just drive. And you can earn, I think it was something like uh, half a mil an hour. And so you'd be nearly, well, you'd be over halfway there after doing this for an entire day. Uh, yeah. Crazy shit. But yeah, yeah, it's not good, and it seems really dodgy to do it. Like, add all this stuff and uh, make these type of changes to make economy. Like, after the reviews have hit as well. Yes. Like once the it seems Super so gross. strategically planned. Yeah, it's it's gross as shit, man. 
Um, yeah, which is 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 a shame because like I went back and I did like I finished all my licenses. I still love the like I said in the review. I I you know I really enjoyed playing the licenses. I do wish it had a fucking rewind, um, but. Um, yeah, I like the license, I like the missions, but yeah, there's just not enough tracks to make the racing portion feel good. The AI is too dumb. Um, saying that Sophie's coming eventually just doesn't work for me. Like, that's not today. And yeah, what the heck? Um, yeah, yeah it's just... And it, yeah, the always online stuff is out of control. The fucking the servers going down for a day so nobody can play the fucking game is just crazy shit. Yeah, a single it's player, a single player game. fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas. Yeah, I feel like I spoke a lot for a question that was asked uh, aimed at you, Luke. Ah, uh, it's okay. Um, all right, good uh, question, Daniel. Thank you very much Great for stuff. that. You can also send us Thanks questions uh, to our Discord page, thejpodcast.com slash Discord, if you want to jump in there. Um, we have a questions page. People can leave things for us on there. Uh, there's also a bunch of other things you can do on there. Talk about video games, movies, TV shows, food, uh, or just watch PUBG and not talk to anybody in silence <laughs> while you're watching it. Um, anyway, that is the podcast for this week. All right, anything you want to plug, actually, Joe, before we get out of here? No. no. I got nothing this week. I have nothing to plug either go to game game for all your cat related video game news yep yep you can go there check out all the stuff we're doing um all right you can find us on itunes android windows or spotify youtube all the places you podcast from we're under the gap or the ga podcast if you have a moment please rate and review the show helps other people find us on the internet uh you can also as i said go to our discord page thejpodcast.com slash discord Otherwise, you can go to our website, thegapodcast.com. It's got all links to previous episodes of the show, uh, features, all sorts of that stuff. Um, links, if you can't remember what we just said, it's all there. And um, nice. you just have to click on a thing and it shows up. It's very easy. Uh, that thing. is all thanks to our Patreon members. If you want to help support the show, go to patreon.com slash thegapodcast, become a recurring member, and help us pay the bills for hosting this thing. Uh, yeah because it is quite expensive so thank you everyone does that thank every you so month. much we appreciate your support we really do um i think that is it i'm not sure what we're doing oh next week we've got some games out we've got weird west right fuck yeah um, next week I'm excited to talk about and that. yeah um I'll, I'll play some more um tiny tina's i'm looking forward to playing a bunch of that in co-op um hopefully get through a bunch more of ghostwire tokyo um and whatever else decides to come our way because it's it's i don't know like this last two weeks just been non-stop games coming through like it just yes it's been hectic uh, tunic i downloaded tunic it's on xbox yeah. game pass i'm very keen to play that apparently it's some killer stuff um so yeah i'm interested to see how that one plays yeah um, i've also downloaded it yeah so hopefully we'll have played that by next week can talk about yeah. that a bit maybe some shredders uh, which I've heard shredders. mixed things about, but I like my what snowboarding games. So. Oh, shredders! Yeah, snowboarding. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Cool. Sounds exciting. Um, right. All right. Well, there you go. We're gonna we're gonna have stuff to talk about next week. That's good. What what going on? Uh, so that is it. Thank you everyone for listening, and we'll catch you all then. Catch you then. Bye. Love you. Bye.